What's up, Skeleton Crew Nation, Boneheads, podcast listeners? This is Matt Wazell, if you're nasty. I'm here to introduce our new version of Banana Lazer's Halloween Retrospective, specially made for the Skeleton Crew. That's right. We all put our dicks together, and we've re-edited, reproduced Banana Lazer Halloween Retrospective from 2013. And before you say, hey, 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 wait, wait, whoa, 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 I love those shows. Why mess with them? Well, to be fair, we put these shows out one a week, and so there was no editing involved. And there were things I wanted to do in the production that we just didn't get to because I had to crank them out so fast. So now, with the help of Alex, we're putting these out as a gift to you guys for Halloween. And I think this is going to be a real treat for you guys. Even if you've listened to these shows multiple times, I really think you're going to like this listen. So put on your clown masks, don't spill any butter on your pants, and let's do this. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Welcome, Laser Nation, to the Banana Laser Horror Podcast, the podcast that has to be peeled to be believed exclusively at horrorphilia.com with your sexy host, Dave Z. Hey, yo, I'm a pretty simple guy. And Matt Wazell. Matt Wazell. Matt Wazell. Matt Wazell. The potassium starts now. That banana laser would burn in hell, but in my heart, I knew that hell wouldn't have such a shit show. Happy Halloween, banana brains! What's up? Welcome to Banana Laser. My name is Matt Wazell, if you're nasty, and with me, as always, is the co-host. And I don't know how riled up he gets in the sack, but I bet he wears crotchless panties and barks like a dog. Dave Z, what the fuck is up, Dave Z? Hello, Haddonfield. What's going on? <laughs> That's right, we're back in Haddonfield, motherfuckers. It's it's October, it's Halloween time. It's good to be back. This is like putting on a uh, an old pair of pants that just fit just right. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking. It's been a blast too. You know. Yes. It's, oh yeah. It's been, been a great time and just fuck i'm like i said when we started day one i'm i'm high all month and i fucking i am i even without chemical substance i'm high i'm fucking <laughs> you know shit's going good life is good i never thought if you would have told me a year ago i was gonna be excited to sit down and talk about halloween five i'd say you're fucking out of your mind <laughs> <laughs> you know but i confess i am i i am excited about it and uh that's something great about the show. So, fucking life is good. Yeah. Let me start and say a couple things that I actually like about the movie. I like, ooh, I, I like two of the kills. Okay. 
the uh, the pitchfork kill at the party, and the mm-hmm. guy that was pretty pretty awesome. Mikey with like the garden hoe to the face, that was awesome. Yep. Yep. I enjoyed that. Uh, let's see what else. So that's two things I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, Double kills. Sure. Let's roll through the movie. <laughs> Let's start at the top. Okay, right off the bat, you know something is rotten in Denmark with this movie because <laughs> uh, the credit sequence. I'm I'm a huge fan of credit sequences. When they're done right, it fucking gets you. It's supposed to amp you up, get you jazzed for the movie. This one is lackluster at best. Um, and confusing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, all we got besides, you know, the the credits and names we got quick images of of a knife and it making a sh- sound, you know, and then like a pumpkin and then it's stabbing the pumpkin. And it's all kind of quick cuts and edits and it's just yeah, like you said, it's confusing and it's not it's not interesting at all. I mean, what what they try to imply that someone is getting killed? I mean, or someone is like a blind person is making a jack-o-lantern? Is that it? <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> this is the strange thing. About that, you see the you see the knife and you see the pumpkin and the cuts and you hear the noises. Not just that, you see behind. There's like a little background to it and there's like a stream there. It, it's a pumpkin being cut outside, and it's straight. What? That's what I got. Yeah, I, mean, I just watched it a couple of nights ago. They're showing that and they're showing like the stream that Michael, you know, eventually floats down and everything. That's what I got out of it when I watched it. I I could be way off. Who is carving the pumpkin? Is is the implication? That Michael's fucking carving a pumpkin as he's, or, or someone else is carving the pumpkin as Michael went down at the end of four and did that fucking ground and, and what we're about to see into the stream. It's definitely an outside atmosphere when this pumpkin's being carved. And I recall seeing a stream in the background. It's yeah. it's the hermit guy. It's got to be. I don't know. Maybe it is him. There you go. <laughs> does he even a have a name? I don't think so. No, I, I know his parrot does because his name, the parrot's name is fucking Sookie, like freaking. I got a kick out of that because that's the name of the girl from uh, what do you call it? True Blood. That's her, her hot little ass, Sookie. Sookie, Sookie, Yeah, Sookie, Sookie. Five dollar. And she does Sookie, Sookie. She's fucked everybody on that cast. Oh really? Uh, hmm. Oh yeah. That show is like softcore fucking vampire porn. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, and she uh, she's fucked everybody. I'm telling you, she's she's a, a dirty little fairy of all things. <laughs> fairy. Yes, I believe she's a fairy. I believe that's what her character is. Oh my, that sounds as convoluted as like <laughs> the this plot of of this movie. Uh, right? <laughs> yeah. So okay, it, after the fucking whacked out credit sequence with a stream in the background uh, that <laughs> I never saw, I'm gonna have to watch that again. Yeah, that's check it I, out. Uh, you know what I noticed about the credits? KMB, yeah. which is there oh, you go. Yeah. Uh-huh. I saw that and I said, hey. Okay, because, you know, we alluded to it at the last show. I said, I haven't watched five in years, and I saw a trailer, and it might have looked like there was some good kills and everything. Then I saw K&B in the, tra- in the opening credits. I'm like, ah, this is when K&B really fucking, they were really ruling the world. It was all three of them together still, and they really started to become a fucking, you know, a well-known group of effects artists. So seeing that kind of got me a little bit pumped, too. But yeah. we'll see what happens later in the, the movie. <laughs> unfortunately... Sensors were really starting to uh, to crack down, so yeah. What do you do? Unfortunately, after the credit sequence, we got a little recap of part four, and, uh, and you know, it's just yes. it's just a get us up to speed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking, this is good. 
And right off the bat, I have to say that dynamite, is, is that something <laughs> that sheriffs carry around with them in the trunk of their car? Or is that, where does that come into play? I mean, it, it makes sense as as to why they would have just left the scene uh, in part four and never thought to look inside the fucking hole. Yeah. But there was no dynamite in four. And now all of a sudden it's here. You know, I guess they wised up to the, to, you know, <laughs> to their mistake and and decided to try and fix it here. But, yeah, do they just carry around C4 dynamite or explosives and all this shit? We did have the lynch mob. You know, he's this, this crazy bunch of fucking... Oh, yeah, the rednecks. Yeah. yeah, beer bellies fucking running around trying to kill Michael Myers with rifles and fucking American flags and Get, chugging getting, a whiskey. And... Getting throats ripped. Yeah, right. Getting throat tripped on top of it. Yes, everything. Maybe they brought the dynamite to the table. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, See? Sure. I believe it from then. However, it was still a fucking cheat. It was a cliffhanger. You know? It was a chapter play. Let's go back to the fucking misery conversation. He didn't get out of the cock-a-doody car! <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one. I stood up in the theater. Have you all gone mad? Anyway. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> little fucking Annie Wilkes for you. Yeah, it, it's shit. true. It was a fucking ripoff. It was a freaking, you know, they had a cliffhanger, and then they came back the next time, and they changed the events. Yeah. So they should have done it in the first place, because why would you just fucking leave them there? It's Michael fucking Myers. We covered it at the last show, so whatever. Yeah. You know, tie a chain around his neck uh, with a boulder and sink him in a lake or fucking... <laughs> Put him in a spaceship and shoot him off to space. I mean, you gotta do something. You can't Absolutely. just uh, have Loomis there. For God's sake, have Loomis involved in the fucking the, the end. Why wasn't he there? <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's he seems especially in this movie, the bastard just pops up everywhere. It's like <gasps> oh, he's yeah. everywhere yeah, you need yeah, to fucking be. It's like, well, we need Loomis here. You know, it's it's <laughs> like is Loomis Jamie Lloyd's doctor? Why is he constantly, he's just walking in. Hey, hey, Jamie, you still here? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's his new obsession. Michael is dead. Does, he has nothing else better to do. His new obsession, he went from Michael to Jamie. That's it. Does he live in Haddonfield now? Because he's there. Like, before, he didn't live in Haddonfield. He lived outside of town, right? Am I wrong about that? He just came to Had back to Haddonfield <laughs> whenever Michael came there but now at the start of this movie one year later after the events of michael supposedly dying being shot to death he's just there and he's watching over jamie yeah it's his new obsession i guess <laughs> well Haddonfield has grown is what's going on here it's it's expanded it used to be this small bumfuck town because you know remember that was kind of far off when in part one Smith's Grove is not located right in Haddonfield. It's right. probably in the big city. Haddonfield is a small suburb, you know. But as soon as Part 2 comes around, they have their own hospital, Haddonfield Memorial. Now we have the Haddonfield Children's Clinic. Yeah. You know, the economy is booming <laughs> yeah. thanks to Michael Myers. Shit is really <laughs> happening. Holy yes, fuck. they're huge, you know. And that's where it is, the, the Haddonfield Children's Clinic. And there they are. And Loomis, <laughs> because of his new obsession... I don't know if he's employed by him, if he's done with fucking Smith Grove. This is why I'm enjoying this. This is why I'm going to enjoy this conversation. And and, and this is the fun I'm going to have with this movie. This is this is what this is where you say all that shit in the beginning about you're trashing it. 
I I I have fun with it because it, it's it's one big fucking banana. It's a slip of the banana. The whole fucking movie. Yes. But it's funny. It's fucking funny that that Loomis, <laughs> especially because it's him. That not only does he work at the children's clinic and he's there all the time, he just happens to be at the hospital too. He just yeah. always happens to be, <laughs> and it continues in the next movie. But he's just, <laughs> oh, he fucked. This... Yeah. So did he change his profession? Did he go from being a uh, a psychiatrist? Oh no, no, hold on, rewind. He did not change his profession because Michael Myers was a child. You know what I'm saying? So he was a a child psychologist. So now he continues to be, and he's affiliated with the children's clinic, and Jamie's the one that has mental problems now. Are you just piecing that together, or was that is that in the movie explained? I don't think so, right? I just pieced it together right now. I'm just okay. trying to, ex- to explain that away. That, that makes you know, sense. I mean, that, yeah. See? Yeah. I didn't think about that. Okay, that it, makes sense, yeah. When when Jamie first fucking does her little thing and her silent scream and everything else, and they, they bring her in the room and they're going to sedate her or do something to her or, or cut her, he comes out of nowhere and he's... Oh, my God. Right? Okay. Suddenly he's there, but here, here's something else funny about it. The first words that come out of his mouth are the last words that come out of his mouth in four, although it's not as dramatic. But it's not, no, no, it's not that, but it's fucking, <laughs> it's, it's, no, no, and fucking because they're trying to do something to him, oh to Jamie, <laughs> and he pops in. That's, that's, that's the first time you get a glimpse of Loomis, when Jamie starts flipping out in, in the place at, at the children's clinic. Yeah. And they're gonna bring her down, and then yeah, they're gonna cut, they're gonna cut. She can't breathe. Essentially, they're, the doctor is going to uh, give her a tracheotomy so she can breathe, and then a psychiatrist or psychologist, whatever he is, just steps <laughs> in and is like, uh, "Excuse me, doctor, you don't want to do that." No, no, doing. Leave her. This girl is dying. I have to open the trachea for God's sake. She will stabilize. She's dying. No. You see? I see you still want this girl dead. What authority does this fucking guy have over people in the town? He is, and in this movie more so than any other, he's bossing the cops around like nobody's fucking business. He's like, hey, you guys you guys need to tail that girl. If she dies, that's on you. That is on you. <laughs> and they're like, well, fuck. We better, what else are we going to do? We better tail this girl. Like, what the, f- and telling the doctor to, no, stop your operation that might save this girl's life. Don't do that. Listen to me. I'm a fucking doctor. Ding. Like, what the fuck? He is more insane in this movie than ever before as well. If you want to see an old man uh, grab and scream at a fucking, you know, a 10-year-old, a 10-year-old girl, then this is the movie for you. Because every scene they're in together, where's Michael? Where's Michael, Jamie? I know you know where Michael is. <laughs> Tell me. You got to help me, Jamie. You got to help me to find him. We both know he's alive. But you know where he is. Why? Why are you protecting him? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Why <laughs> why does he think Okay. She wakes up and he he jumps in. Why does he think that Michael is alive. 
Is it because like why? I understand they're trying to give her this psychic link now, even more so than the last movie. But uh, what evidence does he have? I, I I forget. I'm blanking. What happens that makes? Him- I don't think he does. I just think that he's that. First of all, he's fucking. It's he's straight gangster, straight up. <laughs> he is. He's fucking straight gangster. He's still the packing cops his piece. Yeah. To him. Dude, yes. He packs his shit. Nobody fucks with him. The cops listen to him. Doctor listen to him. He's the fucking godfather of Haddonfield. Let, let's be honest here. That yeah. dude runs the fucking show. Even why Sher- I don't know. But. Even Sheriff Meeker. Now he's like you would oh, think he, oh, no, they would shit. be fucking done. You know he's even like <laughs> killed his daughter. He's yeah, daughter. he's even fucking <laughs> throwing that. Like your daughter's fucking dead. You remember that? <laughs> you know yeah, maybe did. we should do something. He's, <laughs> do I have to remind you? Yeah. He's great. The same thing happens with fucking bracket between one and two with the cop and the daughter. And they recall it once again in this with four and five with the other sheriff. His daughter gets whacked. Same wow. fucking thing. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, weird, isn't it? Huh. Didn't but, make that connection. Yeah, it's weird. But he's straight gangster. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if he thinks Michael's alive. I just think he's very concerned about Jamie because let's face it. Look what he did at the end of uh, what she did at the end of part four. He's bugging the fuck out. Evil's been passed over. No, he's he's fucking flipping. You got to keep an eye on this little girl here. She's she's the new Michael. So he <laughs> is, you know. So now that's his obsession. Okay, he wasn't at the final shootout at the end of four, uh, so he really doesn't know what happens. I think that he. Oh, that's true. I think that he thinks that Michael is alive still, uh, because he's pure evil and um, nothing can kill him. That's what he thinks. And right. by the sure. end of four, he you know I. Uh, I, I think I sold Gary on the fact that uh, they had the psychic connection already in part four. At the end of four, Loomis is convinced that Michael made Jamie kill her foster mother. And and they have like a psychic connection. I think he realized it then. And so that's why he's hovering around Jamie all this time because he's just waiting for something to happen. And it's not until Michael wakes up from his coma, I guess. He was in a coma for a year. And and Jamie starts, um, what she, she starts like drawing, you know, what he sees and stuff like that. And so and I think that's what makes him pervy to the scenario. And he's like, oh, Michael's around. I got to, you know, prod her to, to tell me where Michael is so I can, yeah, you know, hunt him down. I think I think that's kind of how it works, in my mind anyways. Yeah, no, I can buy that. I think yeah. you're right. I, I think that he probably does think that he's still alive and, you know, because it's a whole different Jamie at the beginning of this, which is fucking utterly ridiculous. That's it's one, you know. It's so stupid. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Obviously, she would be traumatized. Um, of course. But she killed the fucking woman. Well, she, she, did, she the, didn't kill her. Well, I, that, well, right off the bat, that, that's, that's the issue. That's, that, that's what I'm taking fucking issue with. Of course, he, of course she killed her. The fucking, there was blood all over the place. She had a bloody-ass knife. She no. went up and down and fucking stabbed her. They, but they shot more. Either they shot more images or they um, they showed more images from part four. Because in part four, you don't see her actually do any killing. You just see the aftermath. And then You're in, right. the, in this yeah, one, right. in this one, they show uh, images show images of her being stabbed. But she's really just being stabbed like in the shoulder. Very much uh, like how Rachel gets killed uh, terribly in this movie, and so and then later they're saying that the foster parents are like out of town on a trip, meaning that she's still alive. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Of course she's alive. Yeah. Yes, it's just ridiculous to me. It was it was a cheat. That's all. Ah, another, okay, another I see what you're saying. To yeah, me. yeah. I mean, that's what made it so pivotable. That that made it so pivotable. Yes. At the end of four, which I was raving about last time, last show, what a great ending it was. Yeah. You know that she did his thing, and you know, it was a great ending to the movie. Now they cheated you out of it. You fucking think that this girl's evil and. The next movie, she's going to be the killer. Not that that would have worked or, or whatever, but, still, the, but once again, I said last time, they should have ended the series there. And, you know, it, okay. Uh, but it was a great ending, and we get cheated out of a great ending because of, of what they've done. It wasn't, it wasn't a great ending with the way Michael was disposed of. That was weak, and obviously it was done intentionally because it's, it's such an easy thing to come back from. What, what a shipball thing. Oh, well, she's not really dead. She attacked her, her foster. You know, it was she attacked her. That that's what it, that's what it's been talked to, you know. That's what it's it's been dropped down from a fucking a felony to a misdemeanor, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, without having to go to beg the mercy of the courts. I prayed that he would burn in hell. But in my heart, I knew that hell would not have him. So, yeah, Michael, after passing out or whatever in the hermit's hut, okay, we flash forward a year. What has... Michael been has he been in a coma this whole time? It's kind of not really talked about. I saw this movie opening night '89, right? Oh, brother, <laughs> I was right in the thick of things. Of course, after the success of Four, or whatever. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. It was just the times. <laughs> that part when Michael, after they have the explosion, and you see Michael crawl down the thing, and he goes down. It is fucking borderline hysterical. <laughs> His water slide. Routine. Yes, yeah. yes. When he fucking water slides in this thing, and he spins around, hey, wee! and the way. Yes, and he's floating. <laughs> the first time I saw it, my friend and I, who I've seen many of these movies with, were fucking laughing out loud. We we're probably the only two assholes in the theater. We were fucking laughing out loud in 1989 at that scene. We we're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You know, because really, it looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. Like he's a twig fucking, fucking flowing with current, you know? Oh, <laughs> it's comical. See, now, how about where does that guy live? Isn't it weird that he just kind of stumbles upon this thing? This guy lives below fucking ground level. What is what kind uh, of place is it? I, That's I, what I never got. It, it's it's a structure that you know it seems reasonably made. You know, like he knows how to build a hut, you know, out of wood or something. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's squatting in this place or if he it's built weird, it. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a just a fucking. I don't want to say bum because. He's got a somewhat of a nice establishment going on, sort of. Yeah, he's just a guy who lives outside of normal society, I guess. You know, it's just weird. It's just it is weird. Um, You know, I think was it Gary that was saying? You know, it's an homage to uh, to Frankenstein or the the son of Frankenstein, one of the sequels. He does see a blind hermit in that one movie. He stumbles upon him. Oh, okay. he hangs out with them for a little bit, and oh yeah, he teaches them like how to talk a little bit, and 
yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. See, I get confused because they spoof it in Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've seen Young Frankenstein several times. So, whatever, I digress. Yeah, so um, what do you think? Do you think he was in he's a coma? Okay. No, I don't think he's in a coma at all. I think he fucking collapses when he tries to attack him. Then he goes down. I don't think it's a coma. I think the guy nurses him back to health. Because remember, he sits up and he's his mask is off. It's like hanging up on a fucking thing, you know? So he's just kind of laying down in bed. And he finally gets the strength to fucking to come back. I think that he has, like, you know, physical injuries. I mean, obviously, you would think he would have been shot fucking. Um, Six times. Yeah. Six. <laughs> Six. Six a movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> fucking shotgun blasted now. And all of a sudden now, he needs a year to recover. Right. and Before, it was like, oh, okay, you know, a, a slight inconvenience. Oh, it's just a flesh wound, you know? And he's willing just to let this stranger who is willing to help him, <laughs> strangely, <laughs> right. it's just it's a it's like a, a fucking what's that perfect strangers uh, scenario <laughs> with, with Balky his cousin coming in, and all, all of a sudden they're best you know the roommates and shit, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that could have been a sitcom right there, Michael and fucking Michael the old fisherman and Sookie. Why? <laughs> okay, let me ask you this: Why did they? Why did they? do that why did they progress the story to a year later why not why not do a halloween 2 and pick up the same night they couldn't write i guess the script writers could have come up with something that that worked you're implying that there's (laughs) script writers for this movie because i fucking beg to differ i think i think they had some sets they had some actors and they had a guy in a fucking you know a really really bad michael myers uh mask and uh, I think that's all they had. I think there's no there any semblance to like a, a, a cohesive script in this is gone, <laughs> absolutely You're right. gone. You're it's, right about that. Uh, nothing really fits together. It, it's just yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> you know what happened? Well, here's the honestly though, you're joking, but it's halfway serious because they had big success with four. You know, they they, yeah. they, they had some good numbers with it. Because, you know, let's face it, the title alone sold it. Yeah, the Return of Michael Myers. That's what people wanted, understandably. Right. Yeah. They put asses in seats. They made some bucks. So, looking back, it was a mistake. But what happened was this movie came out a year later. So, literally, and this is a fact, they freaking, the script wasn't even 100% written and they were already in production. So, they got started on this movie four months after this one wrapped up and boom, 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 they got it out in a year. You know, it, it was extremely rushed. And and this is what you see, and uh, they were the funny thing is this movie came out when Halloween four was being dropped to like freaking VHS and shit. So they were com- in in a sense they were competing against themselves. One was coming out to the fucking to video, and one was coming at the theater at the same time, and it was extremely rushed and a big mistake. But like I said, they weren't even the script wasn't even a hundred percent done, and they were in production. So it was just fucking let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's fucking cash in, and you know, this yep. is what greed gets you. It's all about you know, the Benjamins, yeah. Yeah, but it, I mean, it would have been a much better product, maybe, if they would have just waited one more year. It sh- you should never have a sequel come out every year. Although, you know, I guess it was okay for Saw. Even the but... worst Saw sequel is better than Part Five sequel. Well, maybe not. Well, not... the thing, the difference is about the worst Saw sequel. There's nothing. It's what the fuck moments for me. It, it's I guess it pisses me off, you know, when I look at the bad Saw sequels. There's only two that really bothered me. But 
it pissed me off because it didn't make sense and it's not traditional to the story. But this, like I said, I I I, I find humor in it. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. because, like I said about Friday, I'm not as passionate about the series, so I guess maybe it's just me overlooking it. I just laugh it off and say, "Ah, yeah, fuck it, it's ridiculous." But whatever, I'm gonna try to have fun with it. You know, right? Yeah. Like a saw saw is not the type of series to have fun with in that way. So I don't know. Yeah, true. Maybe I'm just yeah. thinking too much, but you know. No, I think you're right. So yeah. So Jamie's fucked up. Yeah, let's, Jamie's let's, let's fucked up. Her. They got her. You don't know. know why. No, I mean, no, we know why. Pardon me. We don't know why she can't speak. Yes. I, I mean, because of trauma. I I guess that happens. You know, I but guess so. what makes it terrible is that later in the movie, her voice just comes back. And there's no, like, revelation. There's no nothing. And so that's what negates her not having it. Why even do it at all at that point? If you're just going to have her just start talking again later without any real, real reason, I mean, at all, what's the yeah. point of doing it? Over that stupid bitch, too. Tina! That fucking situation. Over her fucking annoying ass. Now she talks. She goes through all the shit. Michael Myers is coming to fucking kill people, and she knows it. She can't talk. She sees this fucking stupid bitch, Tina, and all of a sudden, she can spit shit out. That was a popular thing back then, about having someone not be able to fucking talk for three quarters of the film, and then all of a sudden, they talk, and it's a big deal. They did it in freaking Nightmare on Elm Street with what's-his-name, with uh, with Joey. Oh, yeah. You know? They did it there, and you know what else they did? They did it in fucking Hellraiser 2. And these are, it was oh, kind of the same time yeah. period. Huh. You've you seen Hellraiser 2, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just the girl with the fucking, the puzzle yeah. box girl, and then, and, then, and then all of a sudden she fucking speaks at the end and it's a big deal. So it was like a fucking, a trend in, in the fucking genre to have somebody mute for fucking three quarters of a movie. A, a real lazy trend to try and give some kind of character development to, yeah, to, to, to your, give, your heroine, essentially. I mean... <laughs> It's not fucking character arc. It's fucking ridiculous. Rachel makes her return and sees Jamie in the hospital. Crazy fucking Tina shows up with uh, uh, the dog Max. I don't understand why they thought that bringing in this girl and making her have such a huge connection with Jamie was the right way to go. You already have an established character to be... That mother figure for her, if it's considering that the parents, for some reason, decided to go on vacation a year after, you know, they didn't want to, they didn't want the mother to get stabbed again, I guess, is why they're not not around, but. Right, and and they love her. That's the most, I hate to be harsh on the girl, considering, you know, she's an eight-year-old girl or whatever she is, nine, whatever, I mean, (laughs) you hate to be harsh on her, but. Holy fuck, do they gravitate to this girl that fucking attacked her mother? Well, this girl attacked my mother. I'm just going to fucking, you know, I'm I'm just going to adore her. And on top of it... Yeah, it's like nothing okay, happened. It's like nothing happened. But now, how about Tina and that fucking dog? They come in like they've been best friends for years. There was not, not even mention of fucking Tina nope. and her dog in, in part four. So, in essence... She got to know this, this, this her, her friend uh, Rachel's foster sister, friggin' never even speaking to her before in a hospital after she attacked her mother. Somehow she, they got a close relationship yeah. between these two people. And the you fact know? that Tina no even sense. even wants to be friends with somebody right. who brutally attacks 
her foster yes. mother. It's like, uh, back off. I don't care how big of friends you are with Rachel. I would still be uh, weary about hanging out with Jamie Lloyd. Jesus right. Christ. Seriously, why not just have Rachel be in the movie and, and play that role? Because yeah. obviously, I mean, Tina's annoying as fuck. There's no secret there. You know, it was a stupid character. It was a stupid thing to do. They shouldn't even, they should just let Rachel go and then whatever. Let her get whacked at the end. Fine. I guess they need a couple extra bodies. I understand she needs friends to get whacked. It's, you know, par for the course in these movies. But they, but, you needed, yeah, they introduce all these characters, uh, like four new characters. They are, they are fucking terrible. You needed somebody to ground them. Somebody that you're familiar with. These guys right. are 100% new. You decide to kill off uh, one of three people that we can connect with in this movie right off the beginning as like some kind of shocker moment. Well, you just fucking cut out the only person I, you know, I wanted to follow in this movie because one, I'm tired of following a child. Uh, Who can't talk. Exactly. <laughs> Doctor- she was good in the first movie. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't want to say it because I, I don't like the, the children in slashes, but I said it at the end of the last show, she won me over uh, on my last fucking view. She did a good job. Oh, absolutely. Four, so, it was nice that she was in part five, and I it could have been nice to follow, but not when she doesn't fucking speak. She needs to be so, a secondary part of right, this movie, I agree. not right. right up front. True, it, you of know. Not. And so, yeah, we're introduced to uh, these four other characters. You got Tina, her boyfriend, who's a fucking douchebag, uh, oh. Mikey. Michael. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Then their friends, uh, some asshole named Spitz. And his girlfriend, Samantha. Fuck all these characters. Just kill them already. Uh, they are atrocious. And they don't waste time. They actually do. Uh, once uh, Rachel gets picked off at the house, then all of a sudden, instead of you know Michael just taking off and trying to kill his niece, which is seemingly what he wants to do, right? He just gravitates towards Tina. And is like, well, I'm going to go kill Tina and her friends now. It's like, what the, I, I did not get that at all. <laughs> right? You know, he, was... ma- he made it all the way to where, um, where Jamie's, you know, foster family lives and then immediately abandons chasing after Jamie whatsoever just to, to do what? To fill out the fucking movie, to pad the movie. It's the only yeah. reason. And, and it's a total cat and mouse, but stupid fucking shit thrown in on the side. One knows one's coming for the other, and the other one knows that the other one's coming for the other. They're fucking, it's, you know, setting up a big showdown. But all that shit in, in between is just, uh, I understand he just can't hit, go right to the finale. They should have kept Rachel going, and you just don't see enough of Loomis, honestly. That, yeah. That's what I that's what I get out of it. I But it, it, it's typical slasher fare. You got to have teenagers getting whacked. That's what people are paying to see in, in, in creative ways. I guess it would have been better if we liked any of these new characters. Uh, we don't like any of them. Tina right off the bat is annoying. Uh, I mean, she's cute, but she's annoying. Her friends are fucking even worse. They are, I don't, who wants to know anything about these people? Uh, you know, well, I, I want to know a lot about Sammy. I'll tell you that. Oh, oh, really? Is that your girl right there? Oh, not only is that my girl right there, I think she is probably unquestionably the freaking, the hottest chick in the history of fucking the franchise. How's that for you? Wow, that is a yeah. bold statement. Is it because all the blood on her boobs later? <laughs> she's hot right off the bat. The first time you see her, she's bubbly and fuck it, just 
Mm. Man, she's fucking yummy. I'll tell you. <laughs> well, she is, man. And then later on when she gets down and dirty, I mean, uh, but even, even cast that aside, even before when you first meet her, oh, I couldn't fucking take my eyes off her first okay. time I saw it, you know? I wish I shared your sentiment, but I don't. And if there was a banana I'm going to peel in this movie, it would be Tina, I guess. I mean, oh. she's so annoying, but I, there's just the options are so limited, and I just don't. The yeah, that's blonde Sam just doesn't do it for me. Hoo wee! Wow, no shit, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she blows me away, Sammy Banana. Yeah, I'm, I'm a up. I'm a brunette guy, I guess. Yeah, after the atrocity of Rachel getting killed, uh, you know, yeah. we we get right to another kill, and this is one of my favorites because Mikey is clearly a fucking asshole, and he doesn't seem to like anyone except for his fucking car. Yeah, and and Michael uses that to piss the guy off before he fucking rakes his face essentially, and yeah, yeah. you know I guess maybe that was their fucking really shallow attempt to give this guy some kind of characterization besides being a jerk is that he right. loves his car and Michael's gonna hurt his car and there's this you know whatever it just it just doesn't work for me no uh, and it's I'm, so unlike michael to do that yeah he do, he doesn't toy with people like that that's right. uh, very out of character um, yeah he's not fucking freddy krueger you know yeah oh can you oh i, I wish i wish they would have gave michael some lines in this movie like <laughs> hey mikey hey. or hey asshole you know <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> no shit. But no, we had Lewis to deliver the fucking lines as usual, and you know, and they were good. <laughs> you know, you know, hell would not have him. You know, he's yeah. got some. He's got some good lines. Not as good as like one or two, but he's got a couple. You know, uh, they're reaching. He says, he, uh, Loomis says, "Rage" in this movie about ten times. Oh yes, rage. It's the new thing. Yeah, you rage. rage. Yeah, this rage, Michael. Rage. It's great. It's not going to stop the rage. Rage. <laughs> go home. Go hut. Go to your home, Michael. Oh, yeah. Where it's all began. Yeah. It's not going to stop the rage. Rage. Oh, it's great. It's uh, well, it's not great, but it, it's funny. It's funny because it's him. And, uh, you know, as long as you're on the subject of humor, what the fuck were they doing with those two asshole cops? Oh, my God. And that fucking clown music. All clear. Nothing above, nothing below. What about Max? Adobe, right? (laughs) This is not happening to me. Max! Max, what have you done? I'm so embarrassed. It's what we're here for. Rescue cats. Fine dogs. That's our job. And we love it. Wrong movie to put these guys in. I mean, what are they fucking doing? Terrible. No, just have two regular cops. We searched the house. We couldn't find anything. Sorry. Whatever. Fucking Ned, let them be dumb cops or whatever they want to be. Don't make them fucking bumbling idiots and fucking play ha, wee, fucking clown music and shit when they're walking and talking. What the fuck? Who <laughs> is the asshole that decided to put that in there? You know what I just realized? Uh, what huh. movie stole elements from this is Scream 4. Because Scream Four, you got the two stupid cops. Um, the, the fuck, I can't remember their names now. But you got two dumbass cops, uh-huh. and you have the like party in the barn. 
where uh, Courtney Cox almost dies, you know? And so, excuse me, but (laughs) yeah, whenever they're at this party, I forget what they call it, but they're at some fucking costume party. The whole time I'm thinking... Scream 4. Scream 4 did this. Scream 4 <laughs> fucking stole this. Wow. Uh, maybe that's why that you know that movie isn't as great as some of the other ones, but yeah. Wow. I've only seen it once, and I own the Blu-ray, and I haven't seen it since I bought it, but I, I, it didn't even make that, that connection. That I forgot they even had that with the cops. I mean, mm-hmm. they kind of have, what's his name, you know, uh, that character in that, what's his name, played Arquette. He was a little bit of a of a goofball yeah. top in the original, but not to the point where they're you know, he still he still manned up when he had to do his thing. You know, he was a little sheepish or, or whatever. But I mean, he wasn't a complete joke like they made fucking these two cops out to be. Yeah, and and why uh, would you do that? That's, it, that's my question. Why? As really? if we couldn't get get it, you know, with their subtext. Right. They gotta play fucking clown music and whistles behind yeah. them, like. <laughs> Oh my god, get the Terrible. fuck out of here. We get Terrible. it. They're morons. We get it. You know why they're cops? Because the entire police force was killed <laughs> a year ago by Michael Myers. So they had to just pick up whoever on the Hey, you want to be you want to be part of the sheriff's force? You? Yeah. Yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, put the bong down. You're now on the fucking on the on the on the fucking force. You know, here's a gun. That's why. They had to get anybody. Rage! Rage! try so hard uh, to do something that's like the original Halloween. After Mikey dies, Michael Michael goes to pick up Tina to go to the the fucking party or whatever, and he's wearing a mask that's, you know, it's some Halloween mask, and he's he's, uh, he's acting like her boyfriend Mikey, apparently, which um, Yeah, it's funny that it's the same name. There you go. Yeah, but you know, it's not funny, but whatever. Yeah, first of all, you got Michael in this. I mean, it's this mask that he's wearing is the exact opposite of the faceless shape mask. You got this fucking guy with a fucking granny face, and right. he's got he's got the most expression you could fucking have in a mask. <laughs> right. But you know, behind it is Michael Myers, who is just emotionless and still. It just fucking doesn't work. But they're trying to call back, in my opinion, to Bob and Linda. Yeah, to Bob and Linda and that whole thing, because that works so well. But this just fucking fails miserably. Yeah. Big time. Wah, wah, wah. Bum, bum, wah. (laughs) Yeah, so. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, Fucking, he drives and picks her up and she gives him a kiss through the mask and. 
you know, she does that dance in front of him. Why aren't you talking? And they just elaborate more on it. And... What the fuck? And then uh, Very bad. she wants cigarettes. So they're going oh, to yeah. go to the fucking some convenience store. And this is where uh, Jamie's yeah. psychic connection, I guess, maybe, maybe yep. the word cigarettes triggers her. I don't fucking know. But uh, her psychic spidey sense just fucking goes haywire. And she mm-hmm. sees what he sees and all this stuff, and the cops get involved. Yeah. <laughs> and, and fucking Loomis. Cookie woman. <laughs> Loomis gets fucking involved in all this shit. And, and the cops chase him down, and Michael gets away, and, and, and blah, blah, blah. But. What did they say? Big woman. A big woman? A big woman who works, works in the store. Right? No! What? Jamie, Cookie, Cookie woman. Cookie woman. Cookie woman. Dale's gas station, fifth and May. Yeah, it's terrible. But Lewis isn't trying to interpret it, and it's fucking great. What's Cookie woman? He says it's great. Is that what he says? Cookie <laughs> woman. Yeah, because there's a big woman on the front of the thing, and uh, I think she has cookies where her tits are supposed to be or something, and I don't know. Something about Cookie Woman, but I know that, that he definitely says that Cookie Woman. Oh, it's great! <laughs> and he's trying to coax her even before, and he's so out of character for some reason in the delivery of the lines. And he's like saying, "Did you know, Jamie, that uh, what the fuck did he say? Now this makes no sense either. That he stole a fucking a, a nine-year-old corpse from the fucking graveyard. Yeah, he mentioned that to him, and then, and then he says, "How does he say it? He goes, he goes." What do you think he's going to do with that? He says. <laughs> it doesn't sound like Loomis at all, the way he delivered that line. It's I like don't a, know. Is he going to have sex with it? Yeah, he fucking... <laughs> he is so... He's begging her. In yeah. Jamie Lloyd's face. He cannot be any closer to her fuck... Jamie, tell me where Michael is. He is fucking pressed up against her fucking face. It, it is borderline... and He is insane at this fucking point. Right. He he has nothing else in his life. He needs this so bad. He's like, just give me another hit of Michael. Just one, just one more hit, Jamie. I just need one more hit. <sighs> just one more, and I'm done. Rage. Just one fix. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Holy fuck. Where do they go? They go back to Rachel's house. I don't. No one's there, right? Well, <laughs> let me think about this. After the fiasco at the store. Yeah, I, I, I do believe they do. They do go to the house, and then later on, they go to the... Uh, remember, because the kids are going to put on a play or some shit, mm-hmm. and, and then they go back to the clinic. So, But I don't remember what happens when they go to the uh, Rachel's house, except I think they find the dead dog. He does it again. Yeah, he fucking does yeah, it again. Yeah, for that, no reason this time. That's actually, yeah, that's actually near the end of the movie when they find that, I think. Oh, is it the end of the... Okay, yeah, Max. Yeah. But yeah, right. well, so let's away. talk about that. What is that? One... Like, Two, it's three, three. That's three and five. Is it three? Movies, all four that he's been in. Fucking that's that's Michael Myers. You know yeah, that that's that's his stick. that's his fucking <laughs> sitcom fucking shit right there. That well, we have to do this. I mean, <laughs> you have to have Kramer run through the door and look all wild. That's what you have to do. He kills dogs. Sometimes he eats them. You know. <laughs> I, you know, he I bet Quagmire. You know? <laughs> he he was getting some gourmet fucking shit living with that hermit. I bet he wasn't having to eat any dog, 
or any yeah. <laughs> who knows what he was eating yeah. yeah he was alright you know but then he went but now see he killed the first dog for food then I, I think he just got off on it then he just said well I'm fucking killing dogs <laughs> it just became something that you know he, <laughs> first time it was a necessity he just must have enjoyed it so much he just said okay fuck it I'm rolling with it man I'm He's... killing every fucking man woman child and beast that fucking encounters me. When a dog comes up and barks at him, it, he thinks the dog is saying, "Hey, hey, uh, uh, I'm your cousin. I'm your t- cousin, Max." Right. He's like, "You're my fucking cousin. I gotta kill you, motherfucker." There you go. Do the Myers own a dog? Let's go back to that. Maybe that's it. It's it's one more family member. He's, in, he's uh, she was in the back of the car with fucking Lori. Uh, <laughs> whenever the parents pulled up at the beginning of part one, the dog was. There you go. Yeah. There it is. It's explained away once again. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> after that fiasco, Tina still wants to go to the fucking party. She doesn't know where her boyfriend is. She struts off. And this is where <laughs> oh, yeah. this is where Loomis instructs these two dumbass cops to tail her for the rest of the night. And they actually <laughs> end up just giving her a ride to the fucking party. Yeah, hey, well, you guys may as well give me a ride. I don't have a ride now. Because <laughs> hey, we're dumbasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she doesn't have a ride because her boyfriend's whacked and fucking Michael took over and, you know, they, they they picked her up at the grocery or the grocery store at the gas station with the cigarettes. So, yeah, so yeah, I still want to party. I still want to. I, I don't know where Rachel is. I assume she just flaked and went to fucking wherever her, her uh, foster parents, her parents are, are. Yeah. Whatever her parents. And, um, well, okay, let's just go party. Fuck it, you know. I don't know where my boyfriend is. Michael's. They're talking about Michael Myers. Ah, fuck it. It's Halloween. <laughs> let's go party. You know, this Jamie girl's all fucked up. She's trying to tell us something. We don't know what she's saying. Cookie woman Cookie and everything woman. else. <laughs> fuck it. We we got to get to this party, and you guys are going to be my fucking escorts. Let's go. Yeah. Sure. Wow, crazy. <laughs> you, it is crazy. It's utterly ridiculous. It, it's it just makes no sense how they get from scene to scene to scene. You can tell they're <laughs> just they're just fucking setting up a camera and being like, "Well, let's have the cops in it now." And we got to. Right. They're they're like, "We got to get to this scene," and and well, we already filmed it, and you guys were there, so I guess uh, we'll just have you saying something now that gets you to that scene. It, it's terrible. <laughs> yes, we have to change locations. Please say something to fucking to to seg us. Yeah, I yeah, can't even. Say, fuck. Is what that... about uh, Thorn though? Thorn is is we do you know we do see in the process of this we do see the man in black and the fucking the steel tip shoes following and, and spying. Yeah. This is going on in this movie, and we do see Michael earlier. It, it actually towards the beginning, I believe in the first like fifteen twenty minutes of this, you see that that triangular mark on his wrist. Mm-hmm. So. They yeah. make a point to show you, and then that's it. I mean, they they just show you a mark on his wrist, and they show the man in black up until the very end. They just, you know, we're just seeing these subplots, and we're like, you know, hmm. I, I actually kind <laughs> of like having the man in black peer up uh, every now and then. Uh, does it go anywhere? No. And not until the next movie, but right. I, it's kind of a mystery element because – because there's nothing else going on in this movie that's interesting. And so whenever that guy comes in, it's it makes it interesting because you're like, well, something is going on. Right. You know, and it, that's the only thing 
not the only thing, but it's one of the things that I found interesting, actually, watching this movie. Does it go anywhere? No. Does it end poorly, you know, with that as a cliffhanger? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I, I kind of like that because it reminds me of, like, serialized television with, like, you know, mystery elements. You know, they got to pepper in something that's going to pay off down the road kind of thing. So I guess it's kind of interesting on that level. Uh, is it totally fucking out of place for a Halloween movie? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, no. hey. And like you said, they didn't even know what the fuck they were filming. They were no, just isn't filming it. They, yeah. They were like, well, maybe it's maybe it's a relative, you know. Clearly he's from out of town. He steps right off the bus. And he's, oh, yeah, they do show that, yeah. He, he's yeah. definitely out of town because nobody in Illinois dresses like <laughs> that you know That's with true. steel tipped yeah. cowboy boots i mean this guy is highfalutin uh <laughs> you know so yeah that was interesting that was it that was you know it was that, that small little subplot that just made you like a scratch your head a little it's bit it's a head say. scratcher yeah yeah absolutely. what's going on here and then they just show the thing on michael's wrist once and then they don't allude to it anymore in this movie and then this guy is uh stalking in a manner of speaking doing his thing mm-hmm. and then we get to the barn and the party and that whole fucking ridiculous the barn okay here's one of my many many problems with the barn uh they do a, a repeat of uh what they did in part four where it had uh the kids with the michael myers mask or outfit on like tricking the cops <laughs> do, do these kids want to fucking get shot I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna right? act like a serial killer and then right? run around with a fake knife and act like I'm gonna kill somebody, knowing right in front of a fucking cop they have guns, <laughs> you know? It's like, right? <laughs> oh, that's so frustrating. It's like now, that is frustrating. And then the guy spits. He just laughs, like, hey, you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm so crazy. <laughs> yes, right. Like, no, but you're such a fucking idiot. How could they possibly? Now think about Tina. Tina and her friend and Sammy are in on the joke with fucking with Spitz, okay? Think about what they're joking about. They would joke about fucking not just any serial killer, Michael Myers, the guy that just fucking killed. They're completely involved in in the whole situation. Yeah. She this girl <laughs> has been by Jamie's side for a year because her fucking uncle Michael tried to kill her and she fucking tried to kill her mother and and, and all this other drama people she knows got whacked in the city all this happened less than a year ago she this this should hit fucking this should be it, it hits home it's near and dear to her the whole fucking situation she's been with this poor jamie for a year suffering she's gonna fucking make light of that in this situation <laughs> on this night terrible yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're terrible characters that? they're terrible people they're poorly, fu- poorly written, written. <laughs> they fucking terribly acted it's just fucking terrible <laughs> Take me, but spare my friend. She's a virgin. Got her phone number. <laughs> you think that's funny? Hey, hey, no, 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 man. No, hey, just a little Halloween prank, okay? Definitely not funny. Somebody please let me dead right now. Fortunately, we're lousy cops. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Not only that, but they do it again later <laughs> inside the barn when it's him and his girlfriend. They do it again. 
Oh yeah, you're right. The he same puts on the mat. fucking oh, joke God. again, and that that comes at a time where there's been like three <laughs> or f- three or four fake scares. There's like while while Tina's walking around the barn, and and those guys are walking around the barn. There's like four fake scares in a row. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. If there's one thing I don't like, it's a cat jumping out and fake scaring us. But then when they do that so many times it's like you guys literally have nothing to fucking film do you <laughs> nothing a cat it was that was so 1980 fucking one and 1982 a cat right. you know they did it they did it in friday part two they did it in fucking halloween two now they're doing it fucking seven years later come on man and and, and repeating and doing it again you oh, know just terrible. what the fuck and i gotta tell you everything everything i said about dogs I completely feel the opposite. I, I, I noticed that when I'm watching the movie. These cute little kittens in this barn. <laughs> I'm thinking, how bad would I feel if they came back and fucking Michael had picked up these fucking baby kittens and threw them against the fucking barn Aww. door and, and, and killed them? That, to me, would not be the least bit funny. <laughs> no. No, not the least bit. No, and absolutely I, I don't want to see it. You know what I say about the dogs and kids, that it's cool because you never see it. But for some reason... With the, with the baby kittens? Oh, because they're so helpless and so cute. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. I guess I'm just not a dog person, maybe, that it doesn't really bother me with dogs. I don't know. But it made me think, I'm like, you know, because remember, she sees blood on the cat. Remember, she comes back yeah. in after the murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tina comes in to see blood on the cat. That's what made me think of it. I'm like, oh, oh okay. man. What if he fucking stepped on these cats? He killed dogs. Stepped, he just is stomping around. Hey, yeah, you know? are, you, are you fucking kittens related to me? I think you fucking are. <laughs> Time to die. Time to die. That's it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe if Michael would have had a cat and his family in part one, there you go. The, the, the kittens <laughs> would have been squashed. But that's just it. I, I just, you know, it was just an observation as I'm watching the movie. Like, you know what? That would not be one bit funny. So I guess now I can understand why why some people get so offended by the dogs being whack. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Even though I'm a dog owner, it, it, it's, it's never bothered me. But I guess kittens just seem more, uh, I don't know. Maybe because they were kittens. Maybe if they were full grown. Yeah, I think it's because they were. Yeah, they were kittens. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was the the baby thing. But yeah, yeah, like I I mentioned earlier, though, this gets one of the fucking coolest kills, uh, in in any of the fucking Halloween movies, I think. And I was Mm -hmm. shocked uh, because I was just so hating this movie, um, the other night when I watched it. But then this kill happens and. It looks fucking great. The pitchfork through the... I thought it was going to be a, a double impalement double. You know, that right. we've seen before. But no, it's just him, and, I, and I'm fine with that. It looks great, and it's kind of shocking, and yep. I, I really enjoyed it. It's, I agree. It's a good moment. It is a good moment. It was a good scene. Everything that everything that led up, that, bleh, that led up to it was good. The whole scene, we get to see fucking Sammy get down and dirty and... They're doing their thing, and it go. That's what I said when I when I, I said uh, at the last show that I saw the previews for this. Yes, yeah. And I had that was what I saw in it. The pitchfork. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like this might not be too bad. Maybe we do get some good, some good slasher elements that it, it's going to make it enjoyable. And that was one good moment, and that's obviously the fucking you know that's the banana split. Unless there's something we haven't discussed yet, but no, uh, my Have banana we- split is probably Mikey's rake to the face. I still like. I still. That like is that good. Better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I, is good. Yeah. I like the pitchfork better though. I think it was more uh, impactful. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. 
It was no, cool. Yeah, mine's the rake. Mikey's rake to the face. Maybe because I I hate him more, or right. <laughs> you know, and it's to his face, True. you know, yeah. where it's just, um, yeah. It was cool. It would have been a little bloodier. I would have enjoyed it more, but it was cool. Yeah. You know what though? What did Tina think by the time she got to this party? Did she th- did she not know that her boyfriend was dead? Because no. she just thinks that. Because what did they tell her when they got there? That Jamie Lloyd. Um, is having dreams about you being here and uh, we gotta take you to fucking go see this little girl didn't they say something about Michael Myers being loose to her or oh. something wasn't it alluded to at that point did she just think her boyfriend blew her off I or think did she that's think what hey she Michael thought. got my boyfriend no I think she thought my boyfriend blew me off because they said that's why they make him such a prick in the beginning and so why he, he yeah so that when he doesn't show up later it'd be believable uh, to Tina because he's such a flaky asshole boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could buy that. Okay. Yeah. Then she gets to the party, she starts slutting out. Like, oh, we're so ask me if I care. She's fucking dancing with other guys and yeah. shit. Let's grind it up, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give her a little boo. She forgets all about. She's fucking just you know pleading her fucking her her love to this man to this little girl. Then <laughs> she gets to the party and well, whatever. All bets are off. <laughs> right. And then uh. Yeah, well, Samantha gets a like a scythe, you know, to the to to the whatever. It's kind of a cutaway kill. You don't really see anything, but yeah. uh, you know, she does have a little chase there, and her boobies are covered in blood, and that's yeah. al- that's always a good image. It will destroy you too. One day. Michael, this rage which drives you, you think if you kill them all, it will go away. It won't. You have to fight it in the place where it's strongest, where it all began. If you want to get rid of this rage, Michael, go home. Go home! Go to your house. I shall be there waiting for you. You'll find her waiting for you. This entire time, fucking Jamie and her little boyfriend guy have been making their way to Tina. Um, there you go. How the fuck did they get out of the clinic? Yeah, and How why? Two kids, but they're about to put on this play, right? They're doing everyone's doing yeah. a little thing for Halloween, and mm-hmm. they're gonna put on this play, and then she starts freaking out again, right? Yeah, then... she has another vision, and 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 I I do like this little bit with her. Um, where she's mimicking Michael, like putting his mask on. I think that's that that part. And she's like, you know, putting her hands up to her face, and she's looking all wide-eyed and stuff. I I kind of like that a little bit. Oh yeah, it's kind of like she's doing charades with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. You know, for what it was. 
and they're going to make their way to this barn. You know? Yeah, they make it there, and then the, apparently, uh, <laughs> apparently everyone's leaving. It's you know the party's over, and the fucking cops are dead. I guess Michael killed the cops. We didn't see that, but they're dead. And then the yeah. fucking the the uh, chase happens through the fucking oh yeah <laughs> uh, through the field, and Michael's trying to run down uh, Jamie, you know, with a car or whatnot. Right. And yeah. Uh Loomis shows up, right? Yeah, we get to the forest. They they drive off through a field. They get to a, a wooded area. Michael crashes the car into a fucking tree. I, oh yeah. I, I do He's like the, I do like this little bit because he yeah. lands on the horn and then Tina and Jamie are looking at each other and they're like, "Oh, oh, we're okay." And then the horn stops. Yeah, that it, was it, good. I like that. That's a little mm-hmm. element that's kind of cool. Then uh what 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 Tina sacrifices herself at this point, doesn't she? To f- so Jamie can get away or some fucking bullshit. I don't know. I don't even remember how Tina. I dies. forgot. I was gonna ask you. Yeah. I was gonna ask you that. Does she die? And if so, how? Yeah, that's how. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She like jumps in the way, or she jumps on Michael so that uh, Jamie can get away, essentially. And then okay. all of a sudden, wow. Loomis just comes out. And Loomis just shows up. They're like. Well, well, f- fuck. We need we need uh, Doctor Loomis in this scene. Uh, well, let's just write him in. Write him in. Yep, there he is. Well, yep. how did he get there? Quit asking so many goddamn questions. He's there. Okay, he's Loomis. He must have come with the other cops or something. Some well, other cops the show cops up, right? show up afterwards. Loomis, really? yeah, Loomis shows up in in the forest area and 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 grabs Jamie. And oh then, yeah, and that's then, right. she's running, and then he grabs. And her. then the cops show. Up. Yeah, you see him yeah, in the background, yeah. and you think it's Michael, but it's really Loomis. Like, where the <laughs> fuck did you come from, old man? Yep, <laughs> he's fucking always trailing Michael. You couldn't oh my wait. God, here we go. Finally, I'm finally fucking within the vicinity of Michael again. Yeah, Jesus. he goes. Doesn't he go to the house earlier? And he's like, "That's the. How about that? When he goes to the house earlier, and he looks in the laundry chute, and he gets scared, and then he laughs. That's the only time you see him laugh." Except for part one, which scares Lonnie. You know what I'm talking right. about, right? Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah, no finds sure. humor in that, of all things. What was that that came on the laundry chute? I never knew what that was. It's, uh, was it laundry? Old-ass laundry? Yeah, from I think so. Back when? Yeah. It was like a wrapped-up white sheet or something? It's a jizz rag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> it, it's been used so much, it was fucking walking away on its own. <laughs> then the cops show up. And every everything's gonna be okay, you know. They pick up, they pick up Jamie and and the other boy, whoever the fuck that is, and everything's gonna be oh, okay. Yeah. And yep. then and then the cops leave, but Loomis is still there. And this is where they, I guess, this is the iconic speech of the movie. Maybe one of them, I don't know. It's where he's saying, "Go home." Yeah, <laughs> you'll never settle this rage, you know. Yeah, and, it's rage, yeah, it's great. Oh I can't even do his voice in this movie. It's so different. It's not uh, like uh, like it was in the other ones, you know. He's <laughs> he a sounds fucking, different. He's a whack job. So, he is a whack job. How about later? He does have a good line when when they go back to the house and they're getting set up for the for the finale, and and the cop says to him, he says, "What does he say?" He says, "Wait a minute, Loomis," or something. And Loomis goes, "There isn't a minute to wait." He says, <laughs> So urgent. <laughs> I'd, oh I'd love God. to say that in a situation. Uh, okay, so Loomis at this point convinces Meeker that they need to set up like a sting, you know, yes. and, and and draw him into his old house. Now, as ludicrous as that is, 
I mean, I guess it's their only option. <clears throat> you know, they got to yeah. get rid of this fucker. But he challenges them. He tells them to go, go back to where it all began, get rid of this shit. Fucking go back to go back home. This house is still there. I find yes. it, that's believable. Who owns the house? Somebody owns this fucking house. You know, it's probably a realtor. I understand that it doesn't sell because it's a murder house, but come the fuck on, tear the house down or something. I mean, what has been happening here? First of all, the house <laughs> the house looks totally different. It, it's much bigger. Uh, yeah, absolutely does. much bigger. And it is so run down. And it's in a nice neighborhood. Like, there's, right. is there no, like, neighborhood committee to keep up, you know, <laughs> these kind of things in a fucking <laughs> neighborhood? I don't know. I'm not a homeowner, but I think there's regulations for, like, you know, you got to mow your grass. That's but, the spook house. Yeah, nobody fucks with it, man. <laughs> yeah, nobody at all. Nobody even yeah looks at it, I guess. It's a fucking eyesore for the neighborhood. You would think somebody would do, a realtor would do something about it. Tear it down at the very least. Fuck. Yeah. Well, we find out in the next movie about that, the realtor and fucking in that house. Oh, yeah. 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 But this is 10 years later. I mean, what the fuck? And no, I'm sorry. It's not 10 years. It's 11 years later. The other one should happen the year before. Sorry. Yeah. But still, I mean, you're right. It's going to sit that way all, all those years. No one's going to do anything with it. I could see you not being able to sell it because of what happened there, I suppose. But, I mean, it was just one murder. Am I right? Yeah. He killed his sister in that yeah, house. That was that it. Was it. Yeah, that Nothing was else it. has happened there. Nope. But the uh, You can sell the Amityville house time and time again. You can't sell that house. <laughs> right? <laughs> How many fucking sequels did they make for Amityville? <laughs> uh, there's also another funny bit in here where okay, all the cops are in the fucking bushes, you know, and oh, yeah. and Meeker's radioing to everybody, hey, you in your position? You in your position? Can he see you? Do, do you think he can see you? You know, it's like, no, he, he can't see me. And fucking Loomis is like, yeah, but he can hear you. <laughs> so, right? <laughs> I fucking died. Loomis is like, hey, you guys, are, you guys are talking very loud. You understand that, right? <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's good. How about later when he smashes the walkie-talkie for no reason? Oh, <laughs> Lewis yeah. fucking finally loses his cool. Instead of just shutting it off and not paying attention to what's going on outside, he fucking wants to scare Jamie or something. He fucking smashes the walkie-talkie. He's the, wall. the one with the rage. <laughs> rage! I mean, right. he's grabbing Jamie Lloyd and fucking, where's Michael? And he's fucking... Right. You know, talking about rage. It's, it's, it's him. He's got the fucking rage. He's off his fucking rocker. Holy, Holy shit. Yeah. Right? Um, oh, well, how about that mask? I, know, I don't know why it just popped into my head now, but you know who the Michael Myers mask looks like fucking Nicolas Cage in this movie? Uh, wow. Holy shit. You. He should get a credit for this. Right. I think they just stole a fucking Nicolas Cage mask instead of... You know, she, I don't know. They they stole it from the, the what was that movie? Valley Girls. <laughs> no shit. Now they had a Valley Girls fucking playset, and there was his mask. Okay, yeah. what? Let's talk about this mask. I mean, it's terrible for one. Oh. Okay, it's the same production company. After you knew you were gonna make another one, you knew that. Yeah, I I understand. You sure did yeah. Uh, did they just want to do something different? And, or or did they literally throw these masks away? I mean, you know, I <laughs> they mean, didn't learn from their prior mistakes. Yeah, one and two and four. I don't like the mask in four, but at least it would have been consistent. You know, it just changes so drastically. 
Uh, it's from... like Jason's look in the fucking in the sequels. Yeah, but we'll also put a different spin on it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but the mask in his face. At, I, I don't know. At least, Why? at least then there's like some kind of uh, uh, you know semblance between the hockey masks. You know, as they as they move, it, the, oh, yeah. the, they're different. But this is like just unbelievably different. You know what it is? I just figured it out. Uh, that little fucking uh, water slide ride that he took it it water <laughs> it water warped the mask and that's why it, it has so many more features in it and stuff now because <laughs> it's water damage yep figure yep. it out okay and it, and it sat in that guy's fucking place for for a year around fucking uh-huh. that parrot and parrot shit and whatever uh, sardines shit. and yeah. everything else that's going on yeah. sardines <laughs> parrot shit water we've explained it perfect there you go it ends up being fucking a, a nick cage mask Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage, your your skin looks so good. How do you uh, treat that? Well, you know, with sardines and parrot shit. Uh, you know, it keeps it keeps my youthful uh, uh, glaze, you know, going on my skin. Uh, they're holed up in the house. You know, this is where the tagline of the movie comes in. Uh, it's ah. it's Michael lives, and this time they're ready. You know. Uh, but uh, okay. yeah, exactly. That's the fucking tagline. Yeah. Okay. So at this point, it's because Tina dies because Jamie has such a fucking love for Tina for some reason, and it's because Tina gets killed that now she's willing to help Loomis finally uh, with his master plan. And his master plan is not to have the cops kill him. It's for her to be alone in the house so Loomis can kill them. She's putting a lot of faith in this fucking doctor that's been trying, that's been screaming <laughs> at her the entire movie, and yeah, it's just it's just now difficult to believe. Yeah, now she's bait. Yeah, now that's she's the bait. Comes down to yeah, and the, so the cops get out of there because you know uh, they lie to him and say that Michael's at such and such. They fucking burn out of there. One cop stays behind. And yeah, that's where he bashes the fucking uh, the walkie-talkie uh, with his fucking rage because he's gonna call it in. Obviously, there's something fucking wrong here. You're, right. Everybody's listening to a goddamn psychiatrist with a pistol. You know. <laughs> uh, Michael comes back to the house. Uh, what happens? He ends up killing the cop by by hanging him uh, because they know he's oh, in the yeah, house. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was okay. Uh, he yeah. knows he's in the house. He's trying to get Jamie out of there, and then. Uh, you know, with like a rope ladder of some sort, and then Michael hangs him on that, and that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, I liked that actor. He's like a character actor, and I think he was in Ace Ventura, <laughs> Pet Detective. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and when I saw that, it put a smile on my face, uh, <laughs> just knowing that he was in that movie. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I like that movie. Oh, a movie I like, not this piece of shit. <laughs> Ace Ventura. Indeed. (laughs) What happens to Loomis? Because I know we get the iconic chase with Jamie and the fucking laundry chute and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get that, and then she goes upstairs, and uh, then we have the, the, the... She hides in the fucking thing. When it all ends, she hides in that coffin. Isn't it a coffin that's in that room? It's it's that coffin that he stole from the graveyard with the the nine-year-old girl. 
That's yeah. the explanation. That's why yes. they did that. Yeah, that's... Oh, very good. Thank you. Wow. And okay. it's also the room <laughs> where he... It's upstairs where he killed... His sister? Uh, Judith, yes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he comes in the room. It's after that fucking that laundry shoe business, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Loomis, by this time, is there. Yeah, he goes okay, he goes, goes to disarm him, and then he snaps, and he stabs him, and he falls off the ledge. That's right. Yep. That's, That's what, what it is. Then, okay, so Jamie goes upstairs, and this is where she yes. finds Rachel. This is where she finds oh, uh, Max the dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and... Uh, Dog killer, yeah. <laughs> and, and all that. So this fucking scene, yeah, angers me to no end because Michael comes into the room for some reason. There's a bunch of candles lit. I don't know who did that. I guess yeah, what the fuck? I guess Mamie <laughs> Loomis did that. I have no idea. Oh really? Wow. I, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I never thought it was Loomis. I just assumed Michael did it, and it had something to do with the coffin being there, and it was like tribute to uh, Judith. Yeah, well, I have no idea. It, it was kind of like a fucking, uh, like a Jason Part Two thing with his mother's head. I don't know. It makes no sense, but no, it doesn't. He comes into the room. Where would he even get candles? <laughs> and and Jamie just she doesn't know what to do. She's trapped, so she jumps in the coffin. Michael comes up, and she. Uh, stops him in his tracks by calling him uncle. Okay, yeah. and, and I get that, but then she immediately says, <laughs> after after a breath, boogeyman. Like uh-huh. what the fuck, <laughs> uncle? And like I'm sure she's just a kid and she's freaked out. She doesn't know anything, but uncle, boogeyman. You know, it's uh-huh. like it, it, it just it's laughable. They have a moment. Oh my god, a touching moment. Yeah, and Michael. Starts. Uh, let me see. Oh he yeah, let me see. Yeah, let me see. And then, <laughs> and then he, ha- he he sheds a tear. You know, because because yep. why why does he shed a tear? He wants to kill her. I don't fucking get it. Because but, he's controlled by Thorn. Oh, he fuck doesn't want to do. Oh, it. just fuck. <laughs> Podcast over. Fuck this shit. Let's <laughs> see ya. <laughs> uh, so no, okay. Pulling so, a fucking Michael J on you. I'm explaining the whole series again and again to Thorn. <laughs> Thorn. Cold Tub Thor. But, okay, no, here's the other thing, too. We've seen in this movie... Uh, uh, was that from Pigs in Space? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pigs in Space. <laughs> Perfect. We've seen in this movie Michael's hands, and he still has the scars from when he supposedly... Let's just say from when he burned to death, okay, and he still has the scars. He takes the mask off. I realize they're trying to keep him in shadow (laughs) and stuff, but he is not fucking burned. Get the fuck out! They do nothing to his face to even (laughs) allude to the fact that that happened. Why are they so fucking lazy? I'd... You're right. Why didn't they put makeup on his face? I never even Something. thought of that shit. Something. He has no scars, nothing. He burned guess... to a fucking crisp. Yeah, the mask burned too. We've seen that fucking heavily at the end of the two, at the end of part two before the credits roll. Even you know, that mask got burned. In part four, they had him bandaged up for 10 years because they was so bad. Was the burning, yeah. and then a year it later, like a it's like... Burning. It was like Cropsy in, in the burning, fucking in, in, in that ward. Burned fucking 90% of his body, you yeah. know? 
And then they yeah. just throw out all that continuity. They're like, well, they're, they're not going to see. You know, this is in the age of home video. People have pause and rewind, you fucking dumbasses. They're right. going uh, that that just that angers me more than anything else. The fact that they they just don't care about well, Michael don't. Myers, the fucking Halloween. Fr- they just want to get something out there and make some money off of it. They and yeah. this is a clear uh, point of that in this movie that they just don't give a shit about this character at all. I think that they want as clear a face as possible, so you can actually see the tear. You wouldn't be able to see the tear come out if his face was all burnt up. Yeah, but oh, that's yeah. just that's the best no. I got. I'm just, they wanted it to be clean and clear that it, there's no question that Michael Myers shed a tear. Yeah, and that, I guess if you had sense. bumps or bursts of the face, it might not have, you know, worked. That that's the best I got. But that you know, I don't know. That's what popped in my head. But they do have him, his fucking faces as fucking fresh as as a baby's ass. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what are they doing? Oh my god! <laughs> but that's probably the reason why. Speaking of video, you know this movie was fucking. It ended up coming out direct to video every fucking place except North America. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. After after fucking the success of four. Yeah, is it, it just goes to show you that it fucking they couldn't even put it in fucking theaters in other countries, but direct to video. Yeah, I thought that was an an, an interesting uh, little uh, fact about it. Another thing I noticed this time that I'd never noticed before is that on the title screen. Uh, when they show the title of the movie, it's just Halloween Five. It doesn't have this the fucking dumbass revenge wow. uh, subtitle. I, I noticed that this time. I was like, "Wow, it's not called Revenge." Am I like, w- "Wow, yeah." Wh- where do you go for the definitive title? Is it the poster? Is it uh, fucking the internet? Is it you know the actual movie? It's got to be the actual movie. I mean, what? Of course, you know so. They just tacked that on. They needed something. They need some kind of bullet point to like. Wow, isn't that something? Yeah. Somebody in production must have said, "Well, the last time Halloween three was season of the witch. Halloween four was the return of Michael Myers. We got to continue on with this fucking subtitle thing." Hmm. With the, you know. Yeah. It's... Somebody last minute said, "Okay, I don't care what that film says. When you market this movie, you say the revenge of Michael Myers." <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck it. Who cares? Nothing else makes sense. You may as well just market it this way. Who think anybody's gonna remember? You think you know? Fuck. People are gonna pick this apart. Fucking years from now on, on, a, on, a, on a podcast. Even if we weren't, you know? it's just like it's just <laughs> right. clear apathy for uh, you know for the idiots you know that would right. you know put out money to watch this. It's like well, <laughs> they don't they don't care because they're morons. Right. Oh fuck these people. Okay, right? so that's true. <laughs> Here, here's another thing about this whole unmasking thing at the end that really pissed me off. The trailer, I, and this might be on the DVD, I don't know, but I distinctly remember one of the trailers and one of the selling points was the fact that uh, Michael's alive, this time they're ready for him, and this time he's unmasked. They make a point to sell that to you in the commercial or the TV spot or something, Wow. And it's a fucking, and for what? It's like there's no reason that that's a selling point. I mean, it is because we want to see his fucked up face or something, right. but nothing comes of it except for this stupid ass tear. Yeah, uh, bullshit. And All I right. remember when this movie came out, Fangoria magazine, but the one that dropped right before it. Uh, to this day, I remember the headline: it "says Halloween Five, 
Then it says, Michael cries, Loomis dies. That's what it said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I had that magazine. That was when I was still buying them every month. Yeah. Yeah. And and then that that really didn't happen. Loomis didn't die, but we but, had to believe he dies. Yeah. They, <laughs> they they really make it seem like he's dead. And um well, how does he keep surviving? He survived the fire. <laughs> then he survived fucking stabbing again and again. Let's play a game. <laughs> catch the little girl. Catch Mike. Get the little girl, then then you're home and safe. So the the chase you know escapes from you know upstairs. And Michael freaks out when when she touches him, and he puts his mask back on. Runs downstairs. Loomis comes back. Okay, he's he's been stabbed or whatever, but he's ready for him now. And he yep. he somehow set up this chain net <laughs> on the yeah. ceiling. Uh, awesome, good move. I mean, it's smart. It makes sense. And he's got a trank gun, you know? Yeah, he's prepared. Well, he did have a little time to prepare. He's like, well, bullets don't stop this guy, but uh, drugs will stop him. You know? It's like... <laughs> it's true. Right? Like, what the fuck? Rage! Leave it to a doctor. He wanted to shut up with fucking Thorzine in part one, you know? <laughs> yeah. I guess he thinks... The, yeah, I guess he believes more in, in, in drugs than bullets. Yeah, yep. and then once he's under the the fucking chain net, then Loomis grabs a a board, you know, because it's, <laughs> it's a fucking worn down house. There's just boards laying around, you know, <laughs> you and and attempts to beat his ass with it, and then kind of uh, orgasms on top of Michael. Right. Come on, that's a yeah. fucking orgasm. That's what he does, right? right? I knew you were gonna go there with that. Absolutely. That <laughs> his life is complete. He is so he's satisfied. Like, Rage! He, he's even he's even pulling a Tommy Jarvis. He's hitting him with the wood, and he's saying, "Die, <laughs> yeah, die!" It's about, <laughs> instead of "die, die," now it's fucking "die." You know, he's fucking, he even stole Tommy Jarvis's line. He says "die" like three times, hitting him with the fucking big old two by four, and then at the end, <laughs> you know, his uh. life comes full circle. Michael's gone. Uh, and yeah. he fucking falls right on top of him. He fucking collapses right on him, and he needs a cigarette. Holy shit. <laughs> Rage! <laughs> oh, that's a finale, my friend. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and and I, 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 you know, I don't want to say I would have been satisfied with that, but I definitely was not satisfied with what came next. <laughs> oh, cut to the fucking police station. And I tell you what, the, the probably the most laughable image <laughs> of this movie is seeing Michael behind bars yeah. with with the kind of a side angle, him just looking down with his fuck with his mask on. Cops, take the mask off him. He's in a police station. He's a wanted killer. Well, hey, you can wear that for a few more hours. It's fine. It's fine, Mister Myers. Just keep the mask on. What the fuck? <laughs> He's looking all—he's all sad and mopey because I—I 
I don't know because fucking Loomis got off and he didn't. I don't. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Loomis didn't give him a reach around. So then we get the fucking iconic ending of <laughs> the escape. And w- another thing that's hilarious about this is not the fact that the Men in Black shows up, but the fact that he has a fucking like Uzi or something <laughs> and is going to fucking town on these cops. Just it just fucking. <laughs> Black, it's like he's out of a, he's just stepped out of the Terminator or something, you know, with his fucking gun and Uzi nine millimeter. You know, he's fucking, he's, it's fucking awesome, right? Uh, and then, and then you get the fucking the explosion. Why did he have to blow off the bars of the? Okay, he killed all the cops. Are you saying that none of these cops have the keys to this fucking jail cell on their person? No, just for good measure. Michael, step to the back of the cell. I'm going to make this bars, these bars explode real quick. (laughs) Hang on. Uh, And Michael's like, well, the keys, I can, this guy has the keys. They're right there. Michael, just, just step back. (laughs) I'm going to blow open this door with these explosives. Okay. It's going to work better. Uh, Just so we can get fire in the finale. Fire. That's it. Just so it looks cool, you know, because. If it's there's... kind of dramatic, though. When they go back in there and Jamie looks and they see that the fucking the bars are blown, it wouldn't have been as effective as, as the door just being opened. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was just a little more effective and, and made more of an impact. You know, the fucking bars are are are, are tore up and there and there's fire there, so he was blown out of there. So, you know, kind yeah. of a, a, a climax to the movie. Okay, you now know? now let me ask you this because uh, I, I don't have any any memories of of seeing this for the first time and 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 just wondering what the fuck but you might because you saw this in a theater and left uh, i think upset what did you think of this ending with the man in black and and what that entailed shaking my head fucking say what the fuck Hmm. you know what the fuck was that yeah Mm -hmm. that's fucking stupid stupid you know yeah It, it could have worked if if they had any kind of sense as to how to write a movie, I'm not saying I do, but since nothing is explained, since all the characters, every single one of them, are t- totally opposite from how they've kind of been portrayed before, um, they just fucked all the characters up, and and they just fucked up the whole storyline. That this added bit is just like the cherry on top of a fucking shit Sunday. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, it's, yeah, you're right. I, I I don't know if I want to rewrite the movie, but it's like, well, what would I have done if if I was given the task to make Halloween five? I don't know. I would have said it, you know, the same night. Maybe it's like just just pick it up then. If if they wanted to continue the psychic connection thing, it was just written so sloppily. It just doesn't come across on screen. When we're when we're having this much speculation on why things are happening, <laughs> yeah. it's not good. Not a no. good thing at all. It was completely rushed. That's all there is to it. You know, it's it's it's, it's the low point of the series. Definitely and low I point. Haven't, mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't seen Resurrection since the day it came out, and I, I fucking said I never would, but I'm going to do it for the show. But, I mean, we'll see when I watch that how I feel again. But, I mean, I think pretty much you could say that this is the low point of the series. Um, and it's pretty much... I would say universally that that's that's what people think. The only reason you would need to watch this movie is 
to, to set up six? To, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, and to bridge the gap between four and six because uh, four leaves on a cliffhanger of right. Jamie, and so you got to kind of understand if you're going to watch six, you got to kind of understand how that sort of wraps up, I guess. Yeah, the men in black stuff. It's like you don't necessarily need to see this movie for that, but the ending, you do need to know that uh, the man in black took Michael away, and at the same time, you don't know it then, but you find out in the next movie that they kidnapped uh, Jamie Lloyd at the same time. Uh, this movie doesn't explain that, but that does happen. So, yeah, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's do some ratings here, I guess. Uh, okay, uh, I give this a one. I hate this movie. I don't like to watch it. And this is probably the last time I'm actually going to... I can't say that. But I don't like this movie. I, I hate this movie. It, it's a one. I, it, shits, it shits on everything. Absolutely everything. Uh, it, you know, this makes part four look like fucking Halloween one, dude. Are you <laughs> kidding me? This movie does everything wrong. They they had I w- I don't even want to say they had good intentions because they didn't want to make a good movie they wanted to make right. money that's it it is fucking obvious this movie's a one stick it up your crack there you go well I was gonna say one but I'm I'm gonna go one and a half for one reason only <laughs> <laughs> I get some comedy out of it yeah. I, I do get a little joy out of it. So I don't want to say I completely hate it. There's nothing redeeming about it because I still get a little fun with it. Yeah, I'll still stay stick it up your crap. I have to say that because my sense of humor is different from everybody else's. So (laughs) (laughs) I I did get a little bit of humor and there were Loomis and him floating down the stream and a couple other things and that made me laugh. So one and a half is where I stand and uh, yeah, low point of the series though. What else can we say? I can't believe we spent this much time talking about it, but we did. Blows my (laughs) mind. So, yeah, I mean, that fucking wraps it up. The Revenge of Michael Myers. Let's never come back. The days grew short, and the spirits of the dead returned to their homes to warm themselves by the fireside. All across the land, huge bonfires were lit. Oh, there was a marvelous celebration. People danced, and they played games, and they dressed up in costumes, hoping to ward off the evil spirits, especially the boogeyman. Banana laser? Halloween. Banana laser? Go home! Enough! It's Michael Myers! Bullshit! I shot it the second time! 
don't know what death is. You should know that it's not wise to play Halloween pranks on me. Thank you for listening to the Banana Lancer Podcast. Please be sure to check out Horophilia.com for a full archive of all of our previous episodes, as well as other great podcasts like The Skeleton Crew, My Bloody Podcast, and many more. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Banana Laser Show. Also, join our Facebook group page at facebook.com slash groups slash Banana Laser. That's where the real lasers come out. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube where we post trailers, movies, and more Interact with us. Please send us a voicemail at 314-720-8842 or send us an email at bananalazer at gmail.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Again, thanks for listening and keep on bananaing. Happy Halloween, everybody!